lifers and welcome back to another podcast episode of Because Life Can Be a Niche. I am so glad that you have joined today. Welcome. If this is your first time coming in, welcome to the family. We'd love to have you. Thank you for coming and doing life with us. Uh, And if this is your repeat, if you're a repeat offender of doing life with me, I am so thankful and so grateful for your support. For those of you who are watching the version, the video version of this on YouTube, like the channel Life Can Be a Niche, hit the subscribe button. It is free and every subscription means the world. Also, make sure you get in the comments. Follow me on social media at Katie Bryant Writes on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'd love to uh, have discussion with you and exchange there. Uh, This is a podcast about life because life can be a niche. And uh, we're just going to jump right in today. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time uh, talking about what we're going to talk about. We're just going to start talking. Uh, For those of you who uh, tuned into the episode last week that we dropped, and it was uh, Dear America, We Hear Our our Sons Cry. And that was a compilation of letters from Black Mothers. And it was powerful. It took a lot took a lot out of me. It took a lot of all of my mothers who contributed. I can't thank them enough. I am still thanking them because to sit down and to open up and share the most vulnerable part of you and and what keeps you up at night, what keeps you praying uh, is not easy. And that does not fall short on anyone. And I can tell you right now, the response, the conversations, the reaction, the number of shares, the number of views, everything that has transpired as a result of people opening up and sharing what's on their hearts has been tremendous. And it is hopeful and just something more powerful than I prayed for. And and I definitely prayed over it before doing it. And, And that's why we're here today to continue to talk and to have real discussions about real life things and and that's that's what this show is about today we're going to talk about how do you handle the silence and uh and my tea for the day because i didn't do a tea last week was just too heavy of a discussion for tea it's still a heavy discussion this is not easy to talk about uh because it's it's happening. It's happening to you, and you're trying to talk about it and and use wisdom and grow through it. But the tea is sweet tea. <laughs> no, it's no, it's none of my loose leaf tea. It's nothing that I dipped and brewed. It's not even hot. That that's how that's how heavy this is. I just said, hey, let me just drop a little bit of sweet tea in this cup and call it a day. Uh, but but I because I want my words to be sweet but truthful, and um, I may take a sip. Hmm. Get that sweet <laughs> sweetness in me. Talk to y'all. That was going on up in here. So, um, there has been a lot discussed in social media uh, amongst friends, on phone calls, in email threads about the silence of friends. And I have seen people unfriend people and cut ties um, over a lot of things and and over a lot of discussion especially mm-hmm. over the recent uh, weeks and I've been grappling with that in my own life as well and in, in full transparency you and for for all the support and the discussions that have been had there are pockets of silence that I think some people didn't expect to see. And I remember 
I, I, I just thinking back about a conversation I have with my father and I was, I, I remember just like yesterday, I came in and I was just up in arms because I, you know, it was a great idea that I had at, at work and I said, it's efficient. It's going to save money. This is a, a great way to do it. You know, I've done all the research and nobody wants to do it. They want to do, you know, they want to do it the hard way. And this is just doesn't make sense. And it's, this is not even economical. And I was going on and on and on. And dad wait till I, waited until I finished. And he looked at me and he said, I'm going to tell you something that my mama told me, my grandma McKady. He said, she told me years ago, baby, everybody don't want what you want. And I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm up and I'm like, but, 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 but he said, uh, everybody don't want what you want. And that is a hard place to sit in, especially now and, and especially at this time to see you know, that maybe everybody doesn't want what you want, whatever that is, whatever side you're on. Um, and I, I just, I know that the one particular post that I see all the time is a, a post by Dr. King, you know, in the end, we will not remember the uh, words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, just... Uh, where we are now, we're, we're living in precarious times. And, you know, we're looking to the hills from whence cometh our help. We know our help comes from the Lord. But also we're looking down in our neighborhoods and in our social groups and in our prayer groups and in our communities and in our pockets of friends and on our, you know, baseball mamas and football mamas. We're looking among our friends, in addition to looking to the hills, you're looking for those people in your personal circle and, and they're not saying anything necessarily. And, and that is hard. Um, especially for those of us who are in faith organizations and attending churches and in faith communities. And it's, it's difficult when you just like, okay, are you going to say anything? <laughs> and, and it's nothing. Silence is there and you know it's it's interesting that if if there is someone whom you call a friend and you're wondering where they stand right now as we're dealing with this with yet another I'm not going to say this this emergence or this new social injustice or racism or prejudice or systemic racism is this is not going away. This is not brand new. Uh, so it's not like, Oh, Whoa, we got some new races. It's always been here. And we find ourselves back in the same place too often. But I do believe that is happened at this time during a pandemic as people are already on edge that, you know, characters are being revealed. So I have some thoughts about, about what's really going on and, and how it has, how I've dealt with it. Because again, I said, I have also looked around for, you know, Hey, such and such they're kind of quiet. They come in and, and like everything else on my post and I'm posting about this has hurt and they, they haven't said anything. And I know that's how other people are feeling. And it's something that it's hard to explain. So I'm going to use a quote from one of my favorite movies, uh, Love Jones. I'm going to draw a quote from that. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke about what this is. So let's talk about football because football is something that we can all relate to. And it is something that we can all understand. And it has definitely been a discussion this past week, considering what the conversation has been in the media and about, you know, taking a knee and, and everything else. So let's start off with the roles people play and understanding people's roles. And this is how when I pray to God for help in dealing with how, how am I how am I going to accept 
some of the people in my life who say they're my friends and they're not saying anything now when I would really want to hear from them or I really expect them to step up and say what's right and what's wrong and I'm not seeing it and um, so I have been praying and praying and this is what I have let's look at it like football you have your fan and a fan is a person and I'm, I'm just gonna read you the definition a fan is a person who exhibits strong interest or admiration an enthusiastic devotee usually a spectator now there are different types of fans you've got your tried and true fans they don't care what the season looks like you know you can be losing all your games have absolutely no point spread worth anything and just have a trash season and they're still gonna show up they're still gonna be out there cheering you on and saying that's okay that's all right you're a losing team but that's okay and then you have your fair weather fans. Those are your fans who are around when it's good only. When you're winning, when you're posting pictures of your birthday parties or your vacations or you're posting pictures of, you know, the girls' night out or the guys' night out and they're like, yeah, yeah, thumbs up, ah, this is awesome, you guys rock, kind of thing. Now, your fair weather friends are always there when things are good. But tides change when things are not good, when things happen that don't, they're not comfortable about or you're uncomfortable about. And, you know, you're just kind of like, where are all my friends? You know, <laughs> where are all my friends? There are so many songs about friendship and where people are. And, and that is, you know, we have that right now. What we're seeing now, we've, we're seeing fans. People who are fans of your life, the fun parts, the sunny parts, the parts that don't require anything of them, that don't require any emotion. It just requires a like, 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 double heart, double heart, blow kisses. And that's okay. It is okay because that's the role some people play. And, you know, they can't handle the, the losses. They, they, they can't stick around for that. They are not the tried and the true. They're, they're just not. Now, you know, it's, let's move on to another category, the sponsors. Now your sponsors are your financial supporters, individual or organization that pays some or all of the costs involved in staging an event. Now your sponsors are going to write the checks. And we have to understand that there are some people who are not going to be cheering. They're not going to be the fans, rah, rah, but they are putting their money up. You may see that more in corporations now, uh, but also individuals who are saying, okay, well, I'm going to sponsor this. I don't know what I can do, but I can help fund something because everybody has a role to play. And, and there are a lot of sponsors, and you need that. You need financial support when you are taking on a, a movement, when you are reigniting a movement, when you are funding a movement with so many moving parts, you need sponsorship. They may be public and announce and tell you what they've given, or they may be private. And, and we'll talk about, we'll talk about that in just a minute, about the public and the private. Now, next you have your cheerleaders. Now, a cheerleader is a member of the team that's organized in chanting, dancing, and in support of you. Um, they wear the uniform, the same color as the team, and uh, they actually chant and cheer and, and promote the cause. These are, you know, the, your champions. These are people who use their platform or their voice or their notoriety to to educate to support but always very clear you don't have to guess where who the cheerleaders are cheering for whenever you go to a football game the cheerleaders are going to have on the same color uniform as the actual team it's very clear where they stand there's no question there's no i wonder who's cheering for them today no the falcons is red and black or silver or black or whatever that's the falcon and, you know, with, with my Bulldogs, it's, you know, red and black. So it's very clear. Now, 
let's talk about the other group, your teammates. Now, your teammates are the group of players who come together to achieve a common goal. They're on one side. They take the hits together. They study the playbook. They train together. They sometimes get injured. They get injured during a game and come back wrapped up, bandaged up, cortisoned up. And they're right back out there. And when you ask them, why did you come back? You got hurt. You got hit on the sidelines. You took that lump. Why did you come back? And they will tell you, I came back for my team. You know who your teammates are. Those are the people who are standing with you and saying, I am doing something. I'm not just out here listening or, or, or liking your post or commenting or, or speaking to you behind closed doors in, a, in my own private little sanctum and not expressing it outwardly to everyone. Your teammates are actually out there saying, hey, we got our cleats, we got our shoulder pads, we got our helmets on, let's go. As a matter of fact, your real teammates, your real friends will show up even if you don't have equipment. <laughs> And you say, hey, you got cleats? Mm -mm. No, I, I forgot the cleats. You got a helmet? No, I don't have a helmet. You got shoulder, but anything? No. All I got is just me, me and these paws. Well, let's go. Let's go. That that's that's a teammate. Like we got we got us. Let's go. Let's let's go in there. Let's put our feet to the ground. Let's take action. Let's do something. I'm educating myself. I'm educating my family. I'm talking to my friends. We're having discussions because really. Really, education begins at home. And and this is an education time for all of us, no matter where you stand and where you are in injustice and, and the system right now, it is a time to educate yourself. I'm educating myself. I am understanding where I fall short in understanding a process or understanding the system. Your teammates are the ones who are going downtown and filing for the permits so you can march. They are the ones who are buying the water and going out and getting the signs or going out and getting the paint. That that's your team. They are doing things. Even if those even if those things are I'm starting at home, I'm educating and I'm standing with you and I'm openly out here with you. And you know, that is that is a role where people play. That's the role people play in football. That's just how it's done. Now, the, the question becomes, in terms of friendship, and I'm thinking as I'm sitting, I'm thinking because I want to say this as clearly and as honestly as I can is we all know there are roles being played and everybody can't do that. I'm not going out and marching. I already have, I've made that decision because I have an asthmatic kid and my mother is a cancer survivor. So we're still very carefully sheltering in place. So I know my work has to be someplace else. When, whether that's money, whether that's speaking out, educating people from wherever I can, using my platform, using my voice, I know that my activity will not be that particular activity, but it will be a lot of activity. So when you look around, there are things to be careful about. And this is for me. I'm talking to myself. This is for me because I found myself doing this. I wonder how such and such really feels. Now, I don't really wonder about random people or people who are just out there in, in the peripheral of life who are your, you know, on Facebook or are your followers on Instagram. It's the ones in the ones uh, that are who are in our intimate circle. The ones who who you sucked with, the ones who you've gone to dinner with, you've gone dancing with, you've had birthday parties, that you've had prayer circles with. That's the group, really, that I think when I see, and I've spoken to friends who 
have posted these things on their social sites and said, you know, where are my friends? I'm looking for you. And I was thinking, wow, is it? it and then I was looking too. I, I was also looking for intimate relationships and where people stood at, for such a time as this. Now, we have to be careful because you don't really know necessarily what someone is doing. So I'm not going to say they're not doing anything. So I will say this. I had to sit down and, and ask God, don't let me judge people. Please don't let me try to take your job and start judging people for where they stand. And that is a, a real place to be because we all know that we all have differences. We all have biases. And, and it is easy to judge a little bit. And, you know, judgy-wudgy. I don't want to be judgy-wudgy because I don't know what is going on in your heart. Uh, and, and we don't know what's going on with people. But I will say this. There is absolutely nothing wrong with praying and asking for discernment. Because when you ask for discernment, you're not judging why someone is or isn't doing whatever you are asking for a discernment on where they stand and it is perfectly okay if you're feeling uncomfortable if you're feeling yourself not really you you know you get on there and you get vexed and you you start looking through your posts and you haven't heard from this person or these people or people you thought you would it's okay to love them from afar it, it's not okay to start disliking them to because that's that's bringing in ill and 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 all kinds of gook and bile into your throat and you don't want to do that no you don't want that that's it's not a time for that we don't have time to spend energy worrying about who's on our team who our sponsors are who our cheerleaders are you know we don't have that kind of time. Our time has to be spent in strategizing, organizing, and thinking where we are in this process and what we do as a family of humans to get it right. And that is the part where it does require sometimes that you remove yourself. If you find yourself kind of feeling, like as people say, some type of way. It is definitely time to remove yourself from that. And, and I have prayed for that. I, I often pray, often, like on a regular basis, almost daily. Help me to discern who is in my life for me and my family and who is bringing detriment and destruction and sin and anything that's not of you into my life and remove those who are not. And I flip that because I'm, I'm fair. <laughs> Evaluate me. If there is anyone that I am causing to stumble, if I'm causing them to sin, if I'm causing them to not uh, do the right thing, if I'm causing them harm, if I'm vexing their spirit, remove me from their life so that neither one of us are causing any issue or problem with the other. And, and when I say remove, now I'm not talking about upper room. Don't, don't, I don't want to go to the upper room and I don't want anybody that I'm praying about to go to the upper room. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't have to be in your circle. I don't have to be in your Facebook group. I don't have to be in your friends group. Or I can just kind of be there, but I can step back and not be in your face or, or, or as active or someone that you talk to or that I talk, I'm not going to seek you out. And, and that's okay to protect your peace, to be able to pray for people and love them from afar and love them as, as a child of God. But definitely, you know, we're not on the same team. And, and also to, to accept that and to accept that you know, we have differences. 
and and we are not going to all agree and and it hurts when we don't all agree on something as basic as human rights as civil rights as justice as because this is kind of like oh this is a no-brainer this is america land of the free home of the brave surely this is not this is not hard to figure out but then apparently it is so that's what i can give you that's the advice when i have spoken to friends and and we have talked and and people have shared and i will say that it it goes both ways there are some people who are saying you know i don't know what to say i don't know what to, to you know i don't know what to do i don't i don't know i don't feel comfortable i'm i'm at a loss for words and if someone does say that and they come to you with that that's that's enough it's okay if you don't know what to say i don't know what words i can give you i i know that i can tell you what it feels like but if there's an opportunity for dialogue and conversation that is i'll take that over you going out and and, and suiting up and putting your cleats on uninformed about about it or just doing it because you feel pressured into it and then let me say this i know that people have been saying where are you we need you we need your voice we need your voice speak up speak up speak up those who are silent you know speak up this is a human issue this is a human issue if we have to beg people to recognize how serious this is how dire this is how important the value of it is do we want them speaking i don't know i i, I don't know this is it's been enough time now we probably should have heard from those who have eyeballs and ears and can see a tv screen or listen to the radio or read the newspaper and if we're saying come on come on we need you i don't know any team who does that i've never seen a football team line up out here on the on the on the field and look around and say who else can we get to put on some cleats and come out here no 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 we're not recruiting from the silent majority we cannot do that so i'm not begging anyone to pick up a banner and run or join the team because i don't really know where you stand and i don't necessarily want you suiting up and lining up next to me and blocking for me and but i but you're playing for the other side or you're not sure how you feel because if you're not sure or you're afraid you're afraid how your your family will treat you or how your friends will treat you or you're not going to speak up you you know it's not right but you may choose not to say something because you're worried about who in your circle what they're going to say about your stance then then you i don't uh-uh because you're playing scared and playing scared will get you hurt and i don't want you out there with me lining up with my helmet on and then i'm looking at you and you looking at me like <laughs> uh-uh i don't uh some people might and there there are there are organizations out there who you know they they are they may be able to convince you otherwise i'm not going to try to convince people who are in my intimate circles to do anything now I will be a champion always to educate, first of all, in my home, educate my children about civil rights, the movement, how this started, how far it goes back, the name Emmett Till, you know, the names that ring out, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr., those names ring out. These are names that they need to know. And they need to know the history around it so that when they pick up the sign 
or when they, and I pray they don't have to, I pray we get this thing figured out in my generation. I, I pray that, that my young children are not grown sitting, <laughs> sitting in a seat 40 something years old and having this same discussion uh, because that means we missed the whole point. And, and so I'm doing my part in education and making sure that I educate. And, and all I ask of us is if there is an opportunity and someone asks and they really don't know, and you know through your discernment, because you're praying for that, you can discern when someone really is genuinely coming to you out of love, out of a brother and sister, and it does not matter about this, it doesn't matter about the color of your skin, when someone is coming to you out of love, and they are saying to you, I don't really get this, then... I have some wonderful, beautiful sites that break down, you know, in small chunks for you. And I'm happy to forward you those resources. But what I will not do, I won't get into a debate with you about whether or not this is about injustice and racism, or if this is just about right and wrong or brick and mortar. And I'm going to lead with people. And, and that's what people are going to get from me. I'm not going to lead with any discussion about riots and looting and what is being lost in terms of property. I'm going to lead with what's being lost in terms of people, in terms of, you know, not only the loss of life, but also humanity and intelligent conversation and language that is, that is of God. If I hear you speaking and saying things that are go against everything I've read in the Bible and what the language you're using is not of God or, or God I know. And I hear your divisiveness and I hear your, 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 your spewing hate and you're saying things that are not of the word, then you and I are not equally, we're not on the same plane. We're on the same field of we're human, we're humans, but one of us is not being humane. So I'm going to lead with people and how this is impacting people. And then when we agree on that, that that's what this is about, humanity. And it is about equality for everyone, equal, not just a little bit of equality for you and then a difference over here. I'm not going to do that. So no, I'm not going to talk about fires and, and, and taking things. I, I will discuss that. I think we all agree that is not the right thing to do, but we also have to understand why it's being done. And that's the thing where that's the point maybe that's being missed. Why is that happening? Why are people so angry? Because even in, in the word, in the, in the Bible, it says when justice is not given swiftly, that there will be evil doing and riots. People will get angry when they don't see justice being done swiftly. And I guess after 400 or so years, and you still don't see anything, then there's not anything that's going to be sunshine and rainbows coming out of that. The thing is, though, understanding why. Why is this? Why are we here? How am I hurting this cause? Am I hurting the cause? Am I helping it? And, and where, where do I stand on it? I stand with people first because I love people. And this is so much bigger than just the recent atrocities that we've seen. It's bigger than that. This is... The pandemic, the, the coronavirus, the sickness, uh, the loss, people losing jobs, people losing homes, is something bigger at work here. And that's the part where we need to get our heads around is what is what's the bigger picture in all of this? What is what is the lesson? 
what am I supposed to be doing? Because obviously I'm not doing something me. I'm talking about me. Where where am I missing it? Where where are we missing it as a church family? For those of us who believe, where are we missing it? And and for those of us who are just like I'm tired. I am so tired. And we should all be tired of coming back to the same place, but this is different. This is a different place because we're dealing with something in the midst of dealing with a medical health pandemic that has taken so many lives, so many. And I'm so sorry for the families who have been directly impacted by that. My heart breaks when I see how we have to bury our dead. So while we're in the midst of being separated from those we love when they need us most, uh, at a time you know, in the coronavirus when you're, you're by yourself, people are dying alone. In the midst of that, we are now faced with marching with people and speaking for people who are in graves and can't speak for themselves. We are marching amongst ghosts. Ghosts and spirits that were taken that shouldn't have been lost because of our human, humans being human in the most despicable way. And you you add all those things on top of each other. And it's just a layer of heaviness and weight that you have to evaluate your space and your peace and, and what you feel is right. And if that is loving people from a distance, educating people who genuinely want to be educated, but definitely not getting in the mix and going back and forth. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Because that means that's less time you have to study your playbook and study what are we going to do and be a part of that discussion that, you know, you we need all of, all of you, your mental, your energy, whatever you need to do to protect your peace, protect it. But definitely not be pulled over here into the weeds with the tractors and distractions who know they don't have the intention of, uh, they, they're not on the team. They are not sponsors. They're not cheerleaders. They're not fans. They are not teammates. So why even waste the time? Don't waste that time. The time is now to be spent with the rest of the team, wherever they are, and to be careful not to harbor it in your heart and judge where people are because you don't know. That person who's being quiet may be writing checks bigger than whoever knows. And why they're silent and not willing to stand up publicly about that is between them and God. And it's not our job to try to figure it out or we will end up in a place where we are infighting and having little bitty fights over things that is distracting us from the bigger fight, the bigger picture of where we need to be and, and where we need to stand. So it's okay. Everybody does not want what you want, baby. And that is okay. Leave them at the altar and and let that be what it is. And, and when reflecting on Dr. King's statement, uh, you know, we will remember the silence of our friends. Let's remember that. The silence of our friends. Um, friends is thrown around too loosely. And <laughs> some people, just because they're on Facebook, and they're in your friends list doesn't mean they are your friends. And, you know, Instagram got it right. 
you know, followers. <laughs> Some people are that. Uh, but you know who your friends are. And, and it, is, it is hard when people allow the words, I love you, man, or I love you, girl, to fall off their lips and onto your ears. You know, you, you soak it in and you, you plant it here and you say it back in return and you reciprocate. And, and I have learned that just because someone says I love you does not mean that they stand with me and love me through this. And you can apply this. We're talking about social and, and where we stand right now as a country and as the world. You can apply that, though, to anything. This whole scenario that we've discussed can be applied to anything. And you know when you've seen it. It's just different because this is more emotional. This is more raw. This is more painful. But you know who was there saying, ooh, when you got promoted or when you got that new job, or when you built that new house, or when you bought that new car, or when you found the love of your life, or when you did this, or you went over, you know, overseas, and you were traveling all over the world, you know who was like, oh, this is congratulations, 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 you started your own business, go, you go, this is awesome. You know it was some people who didn't say anything. That was silence, too. We, we've all experienced this throughout life. Everybody is not going to be in your corner, and that is okay. It is okay to recognize that and to not judge, but discern. And then you, through your discernment, determine how much of you you allow them to have. And if that is none, then love them from afar. Not mean, not hateful. You don't even have to announce that they've been unfriended. Or you're not going to be hanging with them anymore. But just remove yourself so that you can keep moving on in the right direction for the right thing. And 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 I don't want to end this on such a, ooh, this is a heavy subject, you know, kind of thing, even though it is. I will say this. For every silent moment or when I look to people that I thought would say something to me or reach out to me personally, I was pleasantly surprised when people I never would have thought said something or reposted or said publicly, I am taking a step to educate my family. I love you and I stand for this in my home and and unashamed. I love you, Katie. And I I agree with where you stand on this. Didn't even see it coming. People who I have not seen and supped with and I love them. Haven't seen them in forever, but years decades more than a decade saying i am having a discussion this opened my eyes thank you so much for sharing this it came out of nowhere so i'm saying to saying that to say this for every thing that is taking away taken away uh except what god allows because he never removes people from your life who don't have your best interest at heart or who tell you they love you, and then all of a sudden they're ghost when the time counts, when it matters most, when you're going through something, when you need to be together, when you need to be united. He never removes without replacing with something better. And that replacement for us, maybe for our intimate circle, are the surprises. Because I'm sure, I've had so many people say, I was surprised such and such said something to me. I was surprised we talked about this at work. It's so many places where the surprises have come. So yes, for every what we thought was friendship that may have been removed, boom, replacement. And for those of us in this country right now, you know, in the United States, I'm so hopeful because even though, yeah, maybe people in my intimate circle aren't saying anything, but when you look at Germany and Italy and... Asia and all these, the Netherlands, when you look at these other countries who are marching 
not had their civil rights. They didn't experience what was going on here in terms of the civil rights movement. When they say, we stand, we see this. We know this is wrong. We know that this is divisive. We know that this is making, this situation is making this a powder keg and making this worse. We see where the issues are and we stand with you. It's almost like you don't even miss the few who aren't there. And I pray that they are few. I pray that the people who have humaned and been human and just human in the worst human way in your personal intimate circles have been replaced with such a pleasant surprise that you didn't even see coming and that you are strengthened and renewed to love those who don't know and ask to love them through understanding to help them to help educate if they genuinely truly want to be educated now if somebody's pulling you into an abyss of debate <laughs> we don't have time for that we have time to be focused on what are we going to choose as a people and for those of us who believe in God what are we going to choose as his kingdom and as his children to make sure that our language and our actions match up with what's in that word. And when we see something that is apart from that, when we see murder, when we hear evil, when we hear divisiveness, that we recognize evil for what it is and can stand on truth and stand on the word and stand with our friends. I hope that anyone who I've called friend or told you that I love you, if there is any ever a time where you need someone to stand with you and you say, hey, where are my friends? I hope you're not looking for me or wondering why I'm not texting you or wondering why I didn't feel comfortable enough to message you or why I haven't agreed or said anything publicly to you amongst my family and friends. I don't want you to ever question who I am as a person. And that is where I stand. And it's not always comfortable. And for those who have chosen to stand up, it may be uncomfortable for them. It might be uncomfortable in their family even. It might even be uncomfortable in their community. People may be looking like, hmm, oh, okay. Maybe. We don't know. But what I do know is we don't need to worry about judging and trying to figure out about the silence. We, I hope we all play a role. I hope we all take up the banner for what is right and that racism is wrong and just calling it what it is, not sugarcoating it, not trying to say, ah, oh, it's just all right or wrong. No, racism is sin and it's wrong and it's racism. And being able to have intelligent discussions and conversation because that's where we grow. And this is bigger. This is so much bigger. And I am thankful for those who see how big this really is. It's not about the little individual things that have happened over time. It's bigger than this. And it just happened to hit in the midst of a pandemic that has everybody discombobulated, uncomfortable, not sure what's what, where to go, what to do, whatever. And, and now we're here and we have to choose. And sometimes it's okay to choose to love from afar and support from afar. Just don't judge, don't be mean, don't get into fighting. Don't get into the back and forth because it's not worth your time or your energy because we're not going to change minds. That's, that's where we are at this point. Either you know where you stand on this and if you are a believer, you know where you stand in the word on this and you already know what you need to do or you don't. But now is not the time to convince you of that. Now's the time for us to work and to educate 
but you're not going to change minds of those who have already made up their minds that they don't agree. And that's okay. We're not going to agree with everybody. So with that, y'all, I love y'all. I, I, I find the topic so heavy, but I'm also very hopeful that there is something good coming out of this. And I've always said that from the very beginning when the pandemic started, I said, there's something, something's happening. And, and it's looking like it's a lot. And it is, it's a lot of work to be done. But there is something good coming forth. And, and that is where we find our peace. And for those who have revealed who they truly are, it's like, you know, Dr. Maya Angelou said, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them and love them from afar. Just don't start, don't, don't even go getting in the mix. It's not even worth it. Just believe them when they show you who they are and talk. Let's, let's get in the comments. I have reached out to a lot of people asking about this because this has just been a, a subject that has really been hot, a hot topic, you know, and I want to know what you think. I want to hear from you. How are you handling the silence? And is it something that is causing you, is it vexing you in some way? Is it heavy? Uh, or is it something where you're just like, hey, it is what it is. I've accepted it and I've moved on because we got a bigger mission ahead. I want to know what you think about this uh, topic, uh, but I don't want us to waste too much time on convincing anybody of anything. I just want to know what you thought and how you're handling it and, and where you stand. And even if you are someone who, if you're one of those people who's been silent and you don't know what to say, and you really are not sure, you know, inbox me or, you know, send me a message. You can send it through the YouTube channel or message me through any of the contact information on my websites and, and social media because I will have a conversation with you and help. And I want to, I want to be a part of the solution to help and, and, see if we can understand or reach an understanding of where I, the resources that I can share. And I want to learn from you too, as to why you feel the way you feel, because everybody, you deserve to be validated in your feelings. But if you really don't know what to say, are you just like, I'm just at a loss. I have not said anything because I don't, I don't know. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to talk to the people in your circle. And if you don't feel comfortable, please inbox me. Um, thank you all for riding with us. As always, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Uh, be sure to get at us in the comments. Follow on social media at Katie Bryant Writes on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And follow me online at katiebryantwrites.com for the blog. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. It is free. I promise you there's no charge to hit that subscribe button. I love you all, babies. Be good to each other. And I will see you when I see you.